Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. talk to you about a lot of stuff and uh, we we can get into the more uh bigger debates later about all this other stuff that's going on and i know you have opinions on that but let's talk about shock wallet first um how did you start with that tell me about a little bit about who you are and where, where you come from and, and your in your building career and stuff like that and then let's and then jump into shock wallet uh, sure yeah uh so shock wallet I, I you know heard about lightning uh 2018 <clears throat> and it came into bitcoin kind of from that um crazed libertarian background. I, I was an early mover to New Hampshire for the Free State Project. Um, so yeah, I kind of came at Bitcoin from like that Austro-libertarian, like permissionless economy kind of mindset. And, you know, obviously the the whole 21 million, you know, everything divided by 20, 21 million, that was like obviously the most important part. But I think that other than having a savings vehicle, having a permissionless economic engine, is pretty interesting itself. Like if we're gonna have free markets, let's have free markets everywhere, not just like your savings account. You know, the way people monetize should uh, be more frictionless and that could bring more services into the economy and that drives extra value for Bitcoin as well. So when I saw Lightning, it was just kind of clicked, right? That if we're gonna have a permissionless economy and you know, in the Free State Project, they had, you know, like, little open air markets where you could pay with gold and stuff and it was kind of stupid and the fact that you could settle instantly they're like very small amounts of pennies we're talking um that that had the potential to change everything that was something that satoshi had talked about like put a few cents into a website um so when i first saw lightning i kind of brushed up on some javascript i have a technical background I used to work at microsoft uh consulted for a lot of different medium large enterprises um, so I, I really got interested in the open source development side of it. I wasn't really a developer. I was more of an infrastructure guy. Uh, I still consider myself that. So we set out to, uh, I set out just kind of tinkering and built like a little, um, little channel matchmaking service called like lightning singles. It's kind of like fucking around with JavaScript. Um, it's kind of hooked and I met, um, Oleg from Folger Ventures. I think you know him. I met him in, I think it was the end of 2018. 
uh, met him at a conference uh, or hack lightning half day NYC 2018. Um, kind of, we met there for the first time, caught up a few months later at like MIT at another meetup. And um, yeah, he was not kind of the first one to believe in what I was working on as a wallet, started shock wallet, that it would be an economic application. It's kind of like the simple loss we see today was something that had you know, decentralized like marketplace uh, for services and, and, and all these things. Um, and, and we were trying to enable that with something that was very similar to Noster, uh, definitely inferior to Noster because it had a lot of other overhead with it. But that was kind of the vision was very Noster aligned. So, uh, but that was a very big uh, scope to take on as you know, very you know, myself and one other developer helping me. So, you know, a, as we were building that, um, a lot of other wallets started, you know, coming onto the scene. And we're focused on being wallets, and it, it didn't really make sense trying to keep up, keep up with them with all the things that we were doing. We had built this video infrastructure as part of it, because if you're going to sell a product, if you're going to monetize stuff, you know, rich media is a component to that. So that turned into be kind of pivot. We pivoted to Lightning Video, uh, Lightning Dot Video, and uh, that was the video infrastructure piece that came out of Shock Wallet, um, and you know that helped us raise. Now we're full time in Bitcoin, but. It's been like five years now uh, since I started that shock wallet and kind of got away from it. And the lightning wallets have not gotten any better since then. And I, I think they've gotten worse. Um, you know, because back then everybody was doing remote connections to real lightning nodes. And some, for some, some reason, you know, some kind of high time preference culture took over where now everybody's doing this on the phones. Let's sell channels to phones. Um, and that's really set wallets back, that set the user experience for lightning back. You know, the number one wallet, still five years on, is Wallet of Satoshi, which is basically just an SQL database. So it just seems like Lightning has been in a very stagnant place. Wallets are not doing well. And then we had an opportunity with a hackathon to bring it back up and bring bring in some of the stuff that we're doing with Noster into the wallets. And that's where we're at now. You brought the wallet back to use our Noster infrastructure on the back end. And build this like turnkey infrastructure so every Uncle Jim can be their own wallet of Satoshi. Like, we can't get you know, a UTXO into the hands of 8 billion people because there's only 21 million Bitcoin, right? That's a math problem. So let's give uh, Uncle Jim the tools to have his you know, friends and family on. We can get a couple dozen people on your node. We're, we're scaling there and we're not doing it with shitcoin layers that we have to implement new payment specs for that are still trusted in the first place. And I really see ShockWallet as, as something that is purely utility driven in a different way than everybody else is looking at like right now. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about that. Cause I, I think you said a couple of things there about ShockWallet that I wanna ask, right? So specifically around managing your own node and then this this kind of, you said it was, you would be able to custodial other people's funds. Is, is that what you said? Or how, how, can you, can you walk me through that on, on how, how that would, how that would function as far as just using like an LN URL? Um, you know, that's a right. single one. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a lot of friction with setting up a lightning node. Like if you're using even something like an umbrella or start nine node or something like that, you know, people can get through that, but then getting, going to the next step, where making use of that node is practical. No one's come close on that yet. Um, so if you, if you have a node at your home, 
it should be a trivial matter. You should have a wallet that you can send to friends and family. Uh, you can connect them to apps, uh, all these other places that you might use money with your self-connected node. You should be able to do that. And Noster is a solution for that. It solves the networking problem. So if you have that node, you don't have to have a static IP4 address, SSL certificates, firewall rules that handle you know, changing IP addresses, all, all these complex networking things that prevent people from using their home nodes, we can solve with Nostra because the Nostra Relay is a web server that has an SSL certificate and all that stuff already. And it can be trustless because of the, you know, the public-private key pair nature of Nostra. So what Shockwall is doing is it's using Nostra as a transport to reach into your home node without any of that complex networking. So literally the wallet, you put a public key and a relay into it and it fire, goes to an account on, on your node. And I think by you know, enabling the onboarding of apps and people, more people are likely to run nodes. They'll go through that hassle because it's not really worth it right now. You know, you got $20, who cares about a custodial uh, wallet? But if the incentives are a little bit better, if you can maybe earn uh, some fees back on your channels by hosting friends and family and using it more yeah. that way, it changes the the math on will people run nodes. And that's ultimately my goal is more people to run economically active lightning nodes. So from what you described, it sounds like me, I could... I mean, I, I, we, I run a business, so I have my own node on Voltage and I need, a, I need reliability. And then I have that connected to Zeus and, and that runs a POS and all that kind of stuff, right? Like that's why I run that is just reliability and the uptime. And right. Um, right. So what, what, what I could do though is personally, I could run my own node on a start nine or on bro or, or whatever, even Voltage, right? Whatever. And then I could connect to Shock Wallet and then be the neighborhood for the people on in my apartment, right? Or, or like whoever. And tell me how that process works. Tell me how that onboarding process works and how that works. Yeah, exactly like that. Right, so um, th there's another component to the wallet. It's the backend that actually runs on the node that actually does the tunneling through Nostra. So that's Lightning Pub. So you wouldn't just run a Lightning node, you would run a Lightning Pub. And from within wallet, you could manage that pub and create a link that link will contain will be the public key of your lightning pub uh and a relay and when uh someone you send it to clicks that it opens shock wallet and injects that into the wallet as the back end source so their wallet is automatically reaching to your node provisioning an account and then they can use it sort of like a wallet of satoshi only you are the wallet of satoshi at this point and that can be a good way to help onboard them. Like maybe the goal is to have them provide a node for their family at some point. So they could add, that's, that's another feature of the wallet is that it enables multiple sources. So even something less complex than this, let's just say it's like a, uh, an LNUR account, maybe your Stacker News um, LNURL withdrawal link is something that you could put in there and spend from Stacker News. Um, or add your Stacker News Lightning address there just so it shows the QR when you're you know, in the meat space or something like that. So it can work with any backend. Um, but because you have multiple sources, you can have new users connect a node to their wallet that maybe doesn't have any channels. And because it has multiple sources, the wallet could decide for them 
and we have a, a little bit of automation uh, functionality in there that says move funds to my node when it costs less than whatever percent, and you can define that to do so. So maybe you have a, a custodial balance on a stack or new, you want to open a channel to your home node, your wallet can do that math and execute that for you because it's connected to both places. Because it can see all your balances, it can manipulate your node over Nostr, and that becomes a, a very good place to do a lot of automation. So I guess my, my question to this though, because the first thing you said that I could give this to my sister or whatever, and then she could, she could be using my, my node to facilitate payments and accept payments and stuff like that. Um, what, and I know she wouldn't do this, but what happens? Like, is there any possibility of, of getting rugged by my sister or like, or other people coming on? Uh, so there's always a possibility that you rug your sister. Um, oh, me, right. <laughs> but is there a possibility right. where she rugs me? Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. If she uh, you know, wants to be a, a node runner or a pub runner in this case, and she invites you to uh, her pub and you're using her pub, she could rug you. And that is, but that's by design. That's why we need to have local custodians because you can, you know, there's all these fake layer twos out there with these federations and they put a shit coin into it and all these things. What that does is it, it's still trusted, but it sets up, you know, it sets up a narrative for large custodians. And that's why it's the perfect Trojan horse backdoor for the banking sector. And that's why you see tens, hundreds of millions of dollars going into, you know, fediment projects and liquid and all that kind of shit like that. Like those aren't raising hundreds of millions of dollars in funding because they want, you know, Carr and his sister to have self-custody. <laughs> right. So that, so we, we got to be straightforward. We got to push back on this crap. Um, so we need the right tools and we can take advantage of them now that we have Nostr, you know, emerging as a, a de facto application layer for Lightning. We can use that Nostr application layer to make more Uncle Jims and that keeps the network decentralized. And, you know, in a, in a standoff situation where they have to rat each other out, which they're disincentivized from doing, right? Like that's the security model of something like a Fediment is there needs to be a rat. And the rats are all incentivized not to rap because they're all part of the mint. But instead of having five non-rats, you could have five uh, economic relationships and have custody distributed across those. Maybe have twenty percent on Stacker News, twenty percent with Uncle Jim, twenty percent with you know another service. And because these are just hot wallet amounts that we're talking about here, so giving users the option to run that infrastructure, to run that web-facing infrastructure is a huge unlock for keeping the network decentralized and making sure that e-cash shit coins can't you know uh infect uh the bitcoin ecosystem yeah i, I want to talk i guess we can we can dive into all the l2 stuff but um just the last question on the shock wallet because i, I want to make sure I, I understand it from just from my from my own perspective so it's it does sound like i could spend you can run my own node link it to my sister and then, you know, obviously I'm not going to rug her. She's my, she's my sister. But, um, so it does seem, and then I could send it to my brother-in-law or even my brother or whoever, my mom. Um, and so then from there I could just be managing all of that. Right. Uh, I guess the last, the last thing to that though, are there any downsides to that? Is there a limit on that? Is there, and then the last, the, the last question is, has there a reason why other wallets haven't done this before? Uh, so the downside is, you know, um, it's like anything with self-custody, right? You have to be confident enough in your ability 
to do that? Like, are, are you someone that is so you would you rather your sister trust somebody else or you? And that's a question you have to ask yourself. Uh, is right. this in my realm of capability? And in many cases, that's going to be no. And those people are going to use Wallet of Satoshi. They're going to use fake layer twos. It's a segment of people that are running lightning nodes now uh, that are undeterred. And there are a lot of people that aren't running them because the juice isn't worth the squeeze. It's a lot of effort. Um, I think shifting that ratio and, you know, you'll probably tell your sister, hey, I'll put $20,000 on my lightning note. You're, you're going to try to onboard her to ask. Maybe you're going to try to onboard her to Nostra. You're going to use that kind of judgment and we'll have to put some kind of like, you know, use cases that, you know, people want to explore for that. Um, but those are the kind of trade-offs that we're talking about. Like it is a custodial solution, uh, a non-custodial solution, but with the intention that you do family custody. Like a family has one, you know, shares one house, family shares one or two vehicles, family shares a checking account. Why not share like finally doing that? When you say uh, it like that, 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 that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. When you say it like that, it kind of, if there, if there is somebody in the family that can do it. Um, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, someone, someone can get a mortgage. Someone can run a light, you know, like that's just how humans work. Um, and that's the beauty of Bitcoin is that anybody that is capable should be able. And that's who we're empowering. But so I guess the, yeah, the obvious question is why has nobody done something like this? Yes. And we have actually, you know, like I mentioned that thing that was a precursor to Noster. It worked very similarly. It was a client side database that used web relays. Uh, it was called Gun. It had some other stuff to it. It had like some weird database functionality to it. It wasn't as fast as Noster is. So we ran into some problems with that. And this was before Noster. So nobody even knew what we were talking about. Now that Nostra exists and is kind of in the public, uh, public, you know, uh, Overton window, I guess, you know, these this concept of web relays, it's a much friendlier idea to wrap your head around. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing it with Nostra. Lightning Labs, you know, saw what we did. They created their own thing. Something similar. I don't think they have a count yet. Those things like macarons. A reverse proxy. But it, Lightning Labs has come the closest following what we did. Uh, originally, and now I think Noster is kind of the missing piece to doing it well. That's interesting. Cool. So we talked about Shock Wallet. Um, tell me a little bit about Lightning Video. Is is that the one that you went through Woof for? Lightning Video? Yeah, Lightning Video is probably what got us into Wolf. Um, so Lightning Video, like I mentioned with Shock Wallet, like the infrastructure for that was something we built for Shock Wallet when the vision was kind of that Shock Wallet would be this decentralized WeChat. And you know, video infrastructure was a much more attainable scope. It was something we could build an MVP for uh, to maybe get some support because that was all done. You know, I had a real fiat job. It was like moonlight stuff out of my pocket. Um, you know, all I could help years ago, but that was like big learning, you know, getting to that phase, but still a part-time thing funded by a fiat job. So it was very hard to explain this decentralized WeChat, especially when Nostr didn't exist yet. Uh, a video website that was monetized with SAFs is very easy to get your head around, very obvious use case. Yeah, totally. um, And that was enough that, that got us into Wolf. Um, we got some additional funding post-Wolf uh, to make a full-time go with these things. So video is still a very active project. 
Um, a lot of the infrastructure for Wallet is the back end for Lightning Video. Lightning Video runs a Lightning Pub. And the Wallet will actually be a feature of Lightning Video. So if you earn stats on Lightning Video, when you go to withdraw them, you'll just be opening Shock Wallet. Shock Wallet like, will connect to the Lightning Pub for Lightning Video, and you'll be able to bootstrap your channels and all that kind of thing. Uh, so they're yeah, very close related. Um, I think, you know, the next phase of lightning video is leaning more into the Noster stuff, kind of, you know, updating it to use Noster could be quite a heavy project development wise. So I've been observing Noster for a while, seeing where it doesn't compare to gun, see it, where it was better to gun and what we can do to make it usable at scale, because now this is a full-time business. We have investors. There needs to be a plausible pathway to have uh, a you know video site powered by Nostr scale to potentially you know a few million people in a very short period of time if it's ever to break even. Um, so we need to build a middleware layer up for that, which is something we're starting in our next development project to be kind of this uh, more transactional layer for Nostr, so we don't spam relays to death, um, and that'll make it run a little bit better, perform more like a uh, perform like a centralized website, but still be powered by Noster. And there's some precedent around that, the way Primal does things, I think is, uh, they're the only ones that seem to be getting it right, at least closely so far. So it's a big project to move Lightning Video over to Noster, but it's the correct video infrastructure in the background that's Noster needs. So we're trying to marry those two, and I really think that we get the two things together, we'll finally start to see uh, massive levels of monetization and new types of content that can take advantage of lightning payments. The, the big needed stuff I can tell you just, and I'm sure you're already thinking about this. So, um, but the proof of work, social stuff on Oscar is just not there. I don't, I don't understand why no one understands this. I might just be at this point, just be misinformed. But if I think if lightning video had something where you could just be streaming sats to, to people that upload video, as opposed to having that paywall, if it was just streaming sats and I had my Noster and pub attached to it and I have Noster wallet connect or shock wallet, whatever it is. And then I'm just streaming sats to the creators while I'm watching videos. And then on the right side, it's just all this proof of work stats. Right. And it just says the most watched videos, the most zapped videos, all that kind of stuff. And I think when I see Zapstream on the video side, I think Zapstream gets a lot of things, right. It's just the problem with Zapstream. It's just like, it's so there's just so many things that just don't work on it correctly. If that makes any sense, like the playback of it, or just yeah. like you have to enter the title and then you have to enter the title again. And then sometimes it doesn't update the title. So when you go live, it says the last thing that you have. So there's just a lot of problems with Zapstream. Bless their heart though. It's, it's awesome. I love it. I'm going to keep using it and support them. But um, I think there's just a need for, for that. Justin is just like, we need a, like a streaming Noster thing there. And it just needs to be around the proof of work stuff. Forget the followers, forget the, all that crap, like the likes, the up button. Those are, that's, that's, it's not where we need to be headed. There's too much of that already. Mm -hmm. Like this is why it, to be honest is because all they're focused on is the social stuff and that's not going to bring anybody over. That's why people are, haven't moved over from Twitter. It's because why would I be on this social platform? That's far, like there's not enough people there. Uh, and, and that's where I think it's, I think if we focused more on the proof of work stuff, there's just more zapping. There's just more attention to that. Like, anyways, still love the apps. Yeah, I, like, I still use them. It's just, yeah. 
I just refuse and, and to super, give thumbs like, up. Yeah, I can and, tell you, like, firsthand, yeah. building a video site is extremely hard because it's an extremely technical uh, series of things that need to work in the background before a user even sees anything. Uh, you add up to the fact what they're trying to do is they're doing some very experimental stuff with Noster. Like, Noster is not ready to make that kind of app because there is a missing piece between the relays and the clients. The part I was alluding to that we, we need to build it before we can... Um, put uh, video completely on Noster. But then there's the other side of things where whatever you're building needs to be better than what the people are currently using. Exactly. Noster is not better than Twitter. You know, Lightning Video is not better than YouTube in many ways. Zapstream certainly not either. You, you know you know what's better, Justin, right now? I've been, I mean, I caught myself this month that I'm actually using Wavelake more now. More so than okay, Spotify yeah. this month, especially, and I don't know why that is. The only thing I can realize is like I do love the zapping, I do love the hardening, I do love that interface, and I and I find better music through there. The only thing I'm missing now is just the playlist, but that's me personally, where I'm noticing a trend where I'm not listening to Spotify nearly as much. I'm using Wavelake more, so the proof of work social stuff does work. I mean, it works on Stacker News, it works on Fountain. Those are far superior apps than the Reddits or the Hacker News or or the regular podcast app. This is where it's painfully obvious that it should be skating towards this area of, of the market. And dude, kudos to you if you if you can do that. Oh man, that'll be sick, man. Right, like and and the way for these things to be better than their competitors. Uh, obviously, Lightning is the shortcut because you know the fiat platforms. It just like enables a new design space, like. You know, not, the paywalls aren't for everybody, right? But they are for a lot of people. Um, but then why is, why is Noster interesting at all, right? Would anybody care about Noster if it wasn't for Zaps? No one would care. It would just, it would just be another irrelevant implementation of WebSockets and JSON, right? But it's that application layer for Lightning where it is valuable. And that's the kind of functionality that we should be focused on like fake twitter isn't interesting zaps for content are interesting exactly and, and that's what lightning video focused on first and the micro paywalls have the use cases we're not quite there on the like we do have value for value stuff like i want people to post stuff for free and then be compensated for it but again this comes back to master not being right for that yet because a zap can be made up you know like there's no there like to, to your point about proof of work, a zap is not proof of work because a zap can be, is just fabricated between the uh, one person and another. I guess do that with, you know, being like a third party. And I, I think probably Wavelink and Fountain do the same thing. Um, I would like to try an experiment with more web of trust type thing. And instead of zaps, more like a zap rank where, yeah. you know, Am I finding content based on self-reported zaps from everybody? Or am I only counting zaps from people I follow or people I follow follow? Like, let's, kind of, let's put like a score on the zaps that is a little, you know, has some trust elements to it. Because I, I think Noster is really going to be a social graph that continues to gain traction. Like, that'll be the real interesting part of it. Like, yeah, we, we're using it to break through on the networking stuff right now because that's an obvious use case we've been working on for years, pre-Noster. That's one use of it, but the other use of it is the social graph. 
and we're, we're kind of getting into that with the wall as well, where you're using a custodian that you know well. And, and I could see the future of this being where you start up a wallet and you look in a directory for people you recognize, maybe. Oh man, got disconnected. Connect, connect, connect. Yeah. All right. I think uh, somebody does want us to have this conversation, but just. No, yeah. The just, deep state is trying to suppress this conversation so they can infiltrate us with eCash. So I think, I think the thing I want to say just on the Nostra thing, like for the record, like I'm all in on Nostra, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I was covering it when no one was covering it. I was covering it. You go back to Thriller and you search, I was covering it in June of 2022. I was covering it early. I was like one of the few people actually covering it. Now, lo and behold, I was covering ordinals too early. So, so take that with a grain yeah. of salt, but at least I was there covering it. Right. Um, so I will say that like, I'm in on Nostra. I've deleted my Twitter. There is no going back for car. I'm not going back to Twitter. Uh, uh, I'm not saying I'm better or anything. Right. I'm just saying like, I've already, I'm all in on Nostra. I want it to work. But for me, I seen the, I see the, I see the most plausible path here is like you said, it's like you have to be 10 times better as Bitcoiners and, and people that are building products than the original uh, fiat products that are out there right now. And, and unfortunately you either have to lean all the way in or you lean all the way other way, right? Like there is no middle ground. It, it, it's one or the other. It's like, if you're going to, if you want to go the route of trying to grab everybody, then do it. Zebedee's doing a great job at that. Look how far they leaned all the way to that side. It works for them. But if you want to be somebody like, like Evan from Zeus, he's leaned in all the other way, right? It's like, I think the middle road stuff is really boring. And that's a, that's a problem that I see a lot of these, um, projects are just going the middle road and it, it just leaves for really boring products in my opinion. But it's, I'm saying this cause I care. Yeah. I, right. No, I, and it, it's true. Like, and I think Noster will succeed in spite of itself. Like yeah, me too. developers are doing everything in their power to make Noster not succeed. Um, like, and, and that's, I think that's normal. Like, I think that's part of the discovery process. Like we figure out ways not to do things. Um, how long did it take Bitcoiners to realize, you know, like, and I'm sure there's always people that, you know, um, 21 million was like the big thing, but for years, um, trying to make, you know, things like Satoshi Dice back in the day, like just like the online payment stuff that people were excited about before Lightning. Like, that's not the use case of Bitcoin. And, and even still, Lightning is still a, more about reusable train transact, chain transactions than payments. Like it's more of a settlement layer than a payment layer at this time. Uh, so it's like knowing what your superpower is. Um, Noster's superpower is not to be a fake Twitter that runs on your phone. Exactly. Like it, it, just doesn't, it doesn't work very well. Yeah. But as a social graph of key pairs, and if we get some like authentication stuff around that, which is you know, another thing uh, we're working on to, you know, as part of the Lightning video experience, um, I think it's kind of a black hole where it, it's so simple. Like Nostra is so simple. And, and this is part of Fiat Jeff's design to his credit. Uh, was that like the worst protocol wins? Like anybody can implement WebSockets and JSON. Like it, like Nostra is like the HTML of social networks. Like to, to use a couple of bad analogies, it, it was so simple that everybody can use parts of it that add value. Like now there's like a hundred some odd NIPs, but I don't know, maybe like five of them like actually matter to the network. 
uh, is that kind of process of survivorship bias that a bunch of bad Noster apps, but it only takes one of mm-hmm. those bad Noster apps to be less bad than the others to keep things growing. So, yeah. No, no, I think you're um, right. This is where like, yeah, as, no, no, I was just going to say, I think this is where you're right. I was, I, I, I was super was talking about this the other day. Like we we're on a call and he said the exact same thing. He said like, Early on, you know, there was Domus and he was working on Enigma and then he implemented Zaps on Enigma. And then all of a sudden, William was in his DMs trying to figure out how to do Zaps too. Uh, and so this is where you go out and build it and people will come. And if they don't, then they don't. And you still have something really cool. Uh, it's just like the proof of work thing about Noster is really cool. And that's that's why I'm incredibly bullish on it is because eventually, if, you, if what you're building is really cool, other people will adopt it. They'll have no choice, you know, and I, I, I believe in that. So, because I've seen it. But, yeah. I, I think for anybody interested in Oster would do well to look at the history of email if they if they don't know it very well, because it's exactly the same thing. Like, it's email with public keys and encryption. Like, if you look at how Noster could scale, it looks very similarly to how stuff is done with email right now, but it doesn't have 40 years of legacy baggage either. So I think it'll evolve sort of like that, where it doesn't necessarily use lose users over a long period of time uh, as developers experiment with it. New use cases are discovered, new experiences um, become favorable, and it's just kind of like like Bitcoin. It kind of sucks everything in around it eventually. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, even if it's not Nostra, it'll be. Something that works a lot like Noster, it'll probably be like a semi-compatible, like soft fork of like some Noster stuff, or maybe like a specific nip. Um, but the idea is out there now, like the idea that we can just have public keys and web relays and solve a bunch of uh, problems with commodity stuff. Like that idea is not going away. The whole future of the web is like an encrypted, you know, public key identified version of email is something that's very much missing from the web you know right now the web is all about ssl certificates and dns and all this kind of stuff that we can't get rid of but we can work around it with stuff like Noster because it it works in browsers it works with ssl like a lot of the stuff is there for us and it just kind of takes advantage of that yeah no i i I agree i think that i think we're still early i'm I'm incredibly bullish on Noster. i I might you know people listening like oh car so bad no it's not it's just that you know i you know, like I said, I deleted my Twitter. I'm all in. I'm, I want this to work. I use Nostra every day. I I have all my notes on there. Anytime I'm thinking of writing an article or something, I post on Nostra first, you know? Um, so th- I use it. I leverage it. It's just that, um, it's just, it's just having to, I'm just, I just need to be more patient. It's on me. I need to be more patient with, with everything. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, let's get into the L2 stuff. Cause I think that's really interesting. I think that's kind of what this, the big topic right now going on. I, I know there's a lot of podcasts kind of covering this and, um, and we've been covering it here the past, you know, I don't know, however many episodes we've been doing it. Uh, but at this point, um, and I'm, I'm getting it from both sides. Like I'm trying to get an overall picture of what it looks like, you know, from all these different situations. And I'm reaching out to people to see if they'll come on and some people want to come on and some people don't for whatever reason, uh, because I want to have an honest conversation about this. And I don't know if there's an honest conversation happening around this, but the more and more people I talk to, it sounds like people are getting more comfortable having an honest conversation about this. I think, I think if anything, I just want to, you know, set the, set the tone of like, Hey, um, go out and do your own research on all this stuff. You know, I'm not an expert. 
Justin's not saying he's an expert, but go out and do your own research. But we, I want to have honest conversation about this with you and, and let you, and want you to speak your mind and tell me your thoughts around this. So when it comes to the lightning debate about whether it can scale, whether lightnings, you know, we should end it now and <laughs> go out and build on something else. Uh, what's, where do you stand on lightning right now as, as, as a use case and, and, and where we're headed with it? So I, I think the, I don't think there's an educated critique of lightning. Um, like I, I think it suffers more from perception than anything. And yeah, like, you know, the implementations aren't great. You know, the, you know, L and D is like 90 something percent of the network. And I, and I, I've been a user of theirs since the very beginning. That's my preferred implementation, but they are not prioritizing the things I would like to see prioritized either. Um, you know, and, and you combine that with the expectation that every user is going to have the self-custodial payment experience, which is nonsense in and of itself. And that's not a lightning thing. Like most of the critique of Bitcoin, uh, lightning is critique of Bitcoin. Like people that don't want to use lightning don't want to use Bitcoin. Lightning is literally reusing uh, a Bitcoin chain transaction. So if you're complaining about the fees to open a channel, all you're complaining about is an on-chain Fee, like a transaction fee, like it's not much different than if you had just received uh, some Bitcoin and you saw how much, you know, the sender paid or vice versa. So you're not really incurring any cost above and beyond the chain, but now you have that channel, which is infinitely reusable. And then that comes back to like the stupid stuff with like mobile wallets. Like you, you wouldn't run an email server on your phone. You <laughs> wouldn't run a web server on your phone. You wouldn't do, you know, you, you don't run the internet on your phone. Your phone is a client. So then people run into these problems where the lightning node doesn't work on the phone. We're like, yeah, because your phone's an offline device and lightning is a largely online protocol. And yeah, the software for running an Uncle Jim node at home has been bad. And you're using, you're, you're paying to open a lightning channel to your, your phone because just because the software is so bad on the, on the home side. So that's what we're trying to fix with lightning pub anyway. So I think that's where the, the bearishness on lightning's coming from is the low hanging fruit hasn't even been picked yet. Like we're still on that 8 billion people are not going to have a non-custodial experience because there's only 21 million Bitcoin. And if you divide that by 8 billion people, it's just not enough of a UTXO to actually be used on chain. So in that context, lightning does scale to the extent possible. And um, it is not, something that is as inefficient as it has seemed is just that we are using it inefficiently. Um, do you want, do you want, is that a segue maybe to like how that we look at other L2s? Well, I, I okay. So if for what, what you're telling me, it sounds like there are scaling issues, right? And maybe it's just because we have a lot of different implementations and very few uh, lightning uh, developers working on, um, spread across too thin, probably, I don't know. I would imagine maybe that's probably what's going on too. So a lot of stuff's getting prioritized in different areas, depending on whatever implementation that they, that they, uh, build on or work on. Um, is that a fair assumption or is that? Yeah, may, maybe. And the incentives are obviously very kind of skewed yeah. too, right? Like Bitcoin was born almost like immaculately, right? And we're everything on lightning and everything else is like VC backed for the most part, because people, you know, people need to make a living. Right. Um, and the alternative to 
you know, not working for free is to mine fiat and buy Bitcoin. So the incentives are not great. Like, um, that's why shit coins are kind of everywhere because there's money in shit coins. And we've seen that it's history repeating itself. Like the L1 is if it's not Bitcoin, it's a shit coin. And for me, the L2 is if it's not lightning, it's a shit coin. And okay. So, I, so you it, think um, we're going through the same. So, so, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Let's, we can jump into it. So you, you think we're going through the same kind of thing that we saw in 2017 or even 2015 uh, where, yeah. you know, there's these proposed solutions on L2s um, back then it was L1s. Right. So can you, can you describe the past and then now describe what we're seeing again? So everybody can understand where, where you're, where you're coming from. Right. So like with the L1s back in the day, um, you know, these things didn't claim to be Bitcoin, but they claim to be equivalent to Bitcoin because they were a blockchain. So it's not Bitcoin, it's a blockchain. Blockchain, the operative word. Um, and those things came about to uh, you know, capitalize on potential demand for different use cases that Bitcoin didn't offer. And yeah, the same thing is kind of happening with L2, like these um applications and they're not layer twos they're they're applications that are trusted that are calling themselves layer two because they're piggybacking off lightning so lightning is an l2 bitcoin is an l1 bitcoin uses a blockchain therefore you know blockchain is l1 now these l2s they're it's the coattails of lightning people have, you know adopted the mindset of an l2 that's the affinity scam. Let's call this application an L2, just like we called an application a blockchain back then. And it's to make promises that, you know, basically to write checks that the tech can't cash. Um, you know, we've already seen the narrative change on Fediment how it was like this trust, you know, trustless thing. Then it was a private thing. Well, now it's not really private or trustless, but, you know, it's less, you know, it's trust minimized. Like the narrative, uh, where, you know, you got maybe a mutiny guys tell you that it's, it's self-custodial now. Uh, oh, it's an Alice and SDK. It's like it's constantly shopping for narratives, just like Ethereum, um, because it it's pretending to do things that it can't do. Yeah, so I, I just I see history repeating that, and it's actually not even something I'm all that passionate about because I know that it will fail. But when you see, when you've been around and you see nobody speaking up against this stuff and you realize that you're one of the few people that can actually speak to it in the uh, mostly educated fashion, you feel compelled to speak up. Even their mouth shut about it are more than happy to take grant money from like NGOs and stuff. And I could probably have uh, you know, a little tailwind in my business if I, you know, kiss the rings uh, of the bankers that are trying to put the stuff in our stacks. But I don't know. I've been all in on Lightning for a long time and I don't see any of the problems with it that uh, people don't know much about it seem to have. So I think, I think for me, yeah, I think for me on my side, like, and this is just talking to to lightning specifically, like I fucking love it. Like, it's amazing. It's awesome. Like, like, I don't understand what people's problem with it is. I, I came into Bitcoin because of lightning. Um, If it wasn't for lightning, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. You know, I would have just stayed on the crypto side. Right. And not devoted my life to Bitcoin. I can't die on a, um, on these other hills that people are building on. And, you know, I respect them. Go, do it. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. But me personally, car can't die on a mint hill. I'll die on a Bitcoin hill. I'll die on a pleb hill, but I'm not going to die on a mint hill or, or a nut hill or any one of these layer two hills that 
Uh, and that's just my, that's just me being honest. Like I'm not even trying to, to start a quarrel or anything. I'm just telling you where I stand. I am, you know, I don't even consider myself a maximalist. I'm just a Bitcoiner who's bullish on Bitcoin and its future and the possibilities that it could bring to, to the world. And it could actually probably save it from itself. Right. And I think there's a lot of us that really truly believe that. Uh, and my whole point with this kind of L2 stuff is just look, let's just have a conversation about it. We don't even have to, you know, start fights or anything, but let's just be honest about what we're talking about here. Like let's, let's be honest to the plebs be honest to the Bitcoiners. And I would have even imagined, Justin, I, I would show grace to the people that are handing out this money. They probably don't even know what's going on. Like I would just show grace to them because you, you probably, you probably be surprised. Like, um, and so that's where I would say is just like, uh, that's why I'm like, wait and see with all this stuff. It's like, okay, cool. Well, yeah. it's, supposed I, to, it's supposed to do all these with, amazing, with it's supposed like, to do all these amazing things. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to wait and see. Cause like, you know, I, I, I use lightning right now and it works for me. Uh, yeah, I su it sucks with the fees and stuff, but it's fine for me. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't live in these other parts of the world. So I, I've never been there. I've never seen them. So I don't know if that's why these are being built, but, um, uh, I know there's been, you know, poo poo companies that have done the same thing and, uh, rugged those people in the past. And, and I'm thinking of a particular one with like Cardano and like Charles Hoskinson and what he did to Africa. If you remember that whole fiasco back in like 2018. So to me, that's what, that's my biggest fear is just like that happening again. And then that, that stain getting, uh, attached to a lot of us who are adjacent to it or, you know, in the, in the, how do you say the, uh, in the surrounding bubble of it. And then we get blasted as it. So that's why I'm just making it clear on my side. Like I'm waiting and seeing with all this stuff, but for now I'm sticking with lightning. Yeah. Like if we don't speak, um, our truth, then who will. Right. So, yeah, that's the front. And I, I make posts on this stuff. Like, like I said, because I don't see anybody else doing it. I'm not really that passionate about, about it. Like I, I, I know where it's, probably going to go and it's not like a super serious threat but um you know narratives do impact lightning development um you know if funding for these scams starts getting pulled from you know real lightning startups to go to fediments and we see like ngos buying up lightning developers to go work for shipment projects like it it does have real impacts and you know if we're activist builders then the voices uh, are the you know the least we can offer. If you're not a builder, you still have a voice. Because I think experimentation is fun and it and it can work. It's just when you start seeing different things around what I know to be, you know, misdirection or not whole truths. That's where like I have to get a clearer picture of what's really going on here. And that's why I've been interviewing a lot of wallets and 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 people in the space around this way we're talking today because I want to understand what you know. Maybe I'm mis misguided in my line of thinking of around these things. Yeah. So these things are never like black and white, right? Like it's, um, you know, e-cash like as a concept is not bad. Like, so it's sort of like politics, right? Like where someone that disagrees with you politically, um, if you say you don't like their solution, they accuse you of not caring about the problem. Like, and that, that, you know, we, we want to scale to the maximum number of people, feasible we want to have like permissionless economies and all this sort of thing um you know and and maybe the underlying technology isn't bad per se 
It just has a different use case. Um, and the use cases that are being, you know, the narrative is set up around are disingenuous. You know, there are some really good storytellers um, who that's what they do and they go raise money and they have the resources to uh, push things in a certain direction. And, you know, I, I think there'll be useful things that come out of some of these libraries. Like it's not like it's a complete loss, but there's an awful lot of noise around it. And the signal is kind of pulling those expectations back to earth. Like this is what this actually is. And, um, you know, put a different narrative out there. Let people decide ultimately. Yeah. This is why, this is why people listen to thriller is because like, if you want to listen to the boots on the ground, seeing it in front of them and what pe people are saying and the builders, and this is why you would listen to thriller. This mm -hmm. is what we're built for. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a true believer in that if you build something exceptional and it, and it gets, and it gets, you know, and it's just a better solution then okay. But, uh, until that happens, uh, I'm going to wait and see. Uh, I think lightning works just fine, but. And again, I'm probably biased. Lightning pubs will help it work a lot better. I ideally. So, um, you know, shock wallet, um, you know, kind of being the interface for that lightning pub, you know, kind of, being this Uncle Jim application layer, that, that's something that's been missing in Lightning. I think to the extent that the Fediment stuff has some things correct uh, from a design perspective or like, you know, um, what people are interested in, I do think come back to people wanting to run their own mints. Now, you don't need a federated eCash system for that. You don't need a new payments layer beyond the both 11 invoices, but there is some signal there. The signal is people want to um onboard people close to them in a in their communities and their families stuff like that so that, that is that is the signal and that's you know what lightning pub is trying to solve and it, it does that not by introducing you know these narratives but rather just fixing the core issue of like it sucks to set up a lightning node networking like there's no wallets built for that like it's just so we're just trying to be very practical, build the shit that's missing and and not have, have to weave a tapestry of narratives to create a new payment spec, which is what the eCash people are doing. And, that, and to the same extent, the uh, liquid and stacks and then all these things that throw around L2, you know, to kind of coattail off Lightning. Lightning is the only L2. Like it's reusable Bitcoin transactions. That's why people don't like it is because it's Bitcoin. They want things that act like an SQL does base that you can bring family in because we have Nostra now. So we're just trying to do things more simply and solve the actual problems, not have to do this big song and dance to kind of sign up people into it. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know how you feel about Voltage, but I, I've run a Voltage node. It's fantastic. Um, connected Zeus, it's fantastic. They are very, yeah, they, they're good operators. Graham is good shit as far as I know. Um, you know, I run infrastructure on a VPS, but we, we don't all have uh, a data center. We don't all have like, you know, fiber backbones. And, and that's the kind of stuff that you need for reliable infrastructure. Yeah. The fact is you own the keys uh, to Volta stuff. Is there some trust implied with something like 100%. that? Probably. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, it's not the same as it's a much different incentive model. Like they're incentivized by their reputation as into earn fees 
on commodities, and then I'm sure there's some legal framework around that. It's the same. It's um, the same. It's the same reason why people use Strike, right, or, or Zebedee, or any of these other darlings of the space. It's because it works. It's reliable. They already poured money into it, um, and I think they're in a lot of countries. I think Jack announced they're in, into a lot of countries now. So, um, what's wrong with just using Strike? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not from there. I don't know. But like to yeah, me, if that solves your problem, like if you're trying to get money across the border and that's the cheapest, easiest way to do it, then the and, fact that it uses that uses lightning, that's the win. Right. So maybe the user is not using lightning. Like you could say that the user is using an SQL database, but the SQL database is using lightning and that and that's the win. Yeah, if, if, especially if there's already infrastructure already built out there for that. And then you have even even startups and companies leveraging their APIs. That's why I'm saying a lot of this stuff's already, I'm not going to say completely soft, but it's out there. Uh, builders have access to it. They can go and do these things now. Um, I do think there there are there are a need for more of yous and, and, and the, the Zeus's of the world to uh, uh, have a self-sovereign uh, wallet of a sort. But if you want to spin up a node right now and you want to have reliability and uptime and channel management, all that stuff, there's, there's voltage for that. And that connects to a lot of different wallets. Um, yeah. I should give Zeus some credit too, because before um, the, the node on phone uh, thing and Zeus is very new, actually Zeus has been around a long time as a wallet that connects remotely uh, to a node. Like I think it connected to Ellen Bits um, I'm pretty sure it uses the Lightning Labs proprietary thing like Aperture or whatever mm. Mac Room type thing. So it has been around as long as like you know, and I talked like five years ago when and Zeus was like one of the reasons why I don't really need to be focused on a wallet. But it's um, the idea has been there this whole time, and it just hasn't been executed well, and that kind of created this whole. Uh, kind of circular path to where we are, where lightning wallets haven't really advanced. Like none of these mobile wallets can tell you what they're going to do. Like as an L if their LSP is their business model, what are they going to do when it costs $200 to open a lightning channel? Right. No one's going to open a note to their phone anymore. Um, so yeah, like Zeus was ahead of the game uh, for a long time, for four years out of its five with the remote node connectivity. Um, and we're going to bring it back. We're going to make it great again. <laughs> that's amazing what, just real quick so because I, I want to make sure we spread out the uh your 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 opinion on all sorts of things so what do you think about liquid arc and uh you know even uh some of these other l2s i, I know you already talked about so, stacks and stuff but yeah do you consider well, them all the same point, yeah um yeah like, it, it's another federated thing right so you're just trusting that well first you're, you're trusting that a plurality of um Observers are, you know, some incentivized from ratting, but that's basically the security model. Um, but you're also trusting the number of rats. Like, so they say that it's so many, you know, such and such of a multi-sig, but you don't actually know how many people have copies of those keys and stuff like that. Uh, and I actually don't like if you use Liquid, if you have a utility for Liquid, that's fine. I just don't like that they call it all layer two. Like, just be honest about what it is, and you know, it's fine. Like, same thing with Fediment. Like, I don't have an actual problem with what they are trying to build, but their, their narratives about it are dishonest, and that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way. So, if you have a use case for liquid power to you, it's not an L2. Cool, 
I think that, I think that, uh, covers that. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we, uh, uh arc, I think you mentioned. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Arc. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, so that is above my cryptographic pay grade, but what I will say is that it does smell like an application that is trying to solve scaling, but the scaling problem as it is approaching it is not solvable. So it is still a trusted solution if the objective is scaling, because the scaling factor is not like the mempool. Like the mempool is like scarce space, but Bitcoin is scarcer. So if you have a non-economically viable amount of Bitcoin, so let's say like a dust UTXO, that's still a completely trusted system. Like it, it, you're up away from the chain in an application. You can't resolve back to the chain. You don't actually have custody of the Bitcoin that's in that um, because if it dissolves, you're trusting somebody to apportion it back to you in some other way. So I, I see ARC as, and you know, I could be corrected on this at some point in the future, but from what I've seen, and I don't spend a lot of time digging into this crap, because it's kind of the sniff test is enough for me, that I don't really see it as a scaling solution. From what I understand, mathematics can actually run on the chain and the security model is kind of janky and it needs a fork. So if it needs a fork, it's not Bitcoin until it is anyway. So cool. Let's jump into rapid fire. Um, and then we'll close off after that. So uh, you've been in the space a while. What's, what's one thing that you could go back and, either change or or take away that happened with your time in the space or would you leave it the same uh okay. no regrets right like it wouldn't be here without the past right so there's, there's no way to go back with knowing what i know now um i would say i'll frame it as to someone that's maybe thinking about starting a bitcoin startup is uh, in very few cases, you're better off just stacking Bitcoin. Like, if you're doing it for perfectly, you know, completely selfish reasons, if you're if you're just like you want to be a founder of a company because for for selfish like material reasons, just stack Bitcoin. Like, I, I would have I would have more Bitcoin. I would be uh, retired um, on a beach somewhere. Had five years ago, I had not had any startup inclinations and just stacked Bitcoin for that entire time. Like, that's the first thing anybody talking about a Bitcoin startup, I would say to them, like, what are you here for? Like, are you here to get rich? Are you here because you'd be doing this anyway? Like, what is your motivation? Understand your motivation first. Um, I, I did understand my motivation is that I had a unique technical skill set, a unique interest in Bitcoin and the unique ability to execute. And I felt that it was uh, a quasi-divine uh, path I had to take. Um, and everything that's happened since then has been somebody else's plan, not mine. So uh, I'm at peace with it. Yeah, that's great advice. I, I we, We're doing the top builder competition right now. And so we started with 31 teams. Like I vetted over 70 and I interviewed like 40, but we I, we brought in 31. Two have already dropped out and uh, we're going to be cutting them in half this weekend. And yeah, it's one of those things where they're starting to find out like, oh, wow, like this is a lot of work. This is like painful. There's a lot of sacrifice uh, with doing a startup and doing a Bitcoin startup. But I think even more so it teaches you that in the bear market. This is my first bear market running a business in, in Bitcoin. And it's tough, man. <laughs> it's still tough, but it's, it's, you know what though? I've, I've definitely, I think the only good thing about this is like 
you're, you learn skills and you get out of your comfort zone and you'll learn things that you would have never thought that you could pull off as an individual. I will say that that is something. And then there's also just like being in Bitcoin is just something supremely gratifying about being able to, to work in this industry. It's such a, such an honor and a pleasure uh, to be alive at this time and uh, be able to do what we do. And that's why at the end of the day, I'm like extremely excited about where we're headed. Um, but uh, you know, I think these conversations are important and stuff like that. So you, you'll grow as you grow as a person, I think in the Bitcoin space as, you know, working, being, being in the ecosystem full time, I think you'll grow faster professionally and personally in the equivalent, you know, fiat type mining job. So, you know, what I said about if you're getting into it for selfish reasons, those should be the selfish reasons. Like that's what you're, you're getting out of this. Not so much monetary. It's who you are after you've gone through it. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Next, next question. Um, if there's one thing that you can just hand wave over for your own startup and you wish you could just be like done just like that. And it, you, you have one wish, Justin, it can happen overnight. What's one thing that you would either do for a lightning video or for a shock wallet and it would just take care of itself and you don't have to, you don't have to build it or anything. It just happens. I, I wish the Nostra stuff was like more turnkey. Um, okay. Like I find that the change that I can make, but it, it's not as much in my interest as the lightning stuff. Uh, so I, I see Noster as a tool, but it's an imperfect tool. So like I need to like work on the tool first, right? Like I need to invent like a better hammer um, to make lightning video be all that it can be. And then some of the stuff that we have, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, for the next versions of like shock wallet and lightning pub and all that stuff. So, you know, it could very well amount to half of our year this year building stuff for Noster that I just kind of wish already existed. Nobody's going to build it, so might as well not complain about it too much and just get to work. I